0: Came expecting pizza. I don't even know where to begin with what you're about to hear about like, um, everything from the DC to Marvel <laughs> and back. The crisis. I think the overarching theme was how to handle crossing universes yeah. and, and yeah. the future of a lot of properties, including Spider-Man, the X-Men, Marvel, DC, The yeah. Matrix, Star Wars, all that stuff, and how all three of us have completely different views on mm-hmm. various properties. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. like The Matrix coming at you right now it's <laughs> actually really annoyed me a lot lately because
1: like I you know obviously there's people you know, we do podcasts or whatever and so we talk about stuff but like there's so many websites just make crap up and just pisses me off <laughs> like <laughs> guess what, Sony still is in, like, talks forever whatever? Like, you don't know. Well, I have a friend whose neighbor's cousin's nephew's former roommate <laughs> says, like, oh, they're tight with Sony, and they know, like, bullcrap. You're just trying to pump up whatever <laughs> clicks you're getting.
0: It's just annoying. I think the thing is that it wasn't Marvel or somebody said, like, talks aren't done yet or whatever. Like, there's a possibility. So well, I feel like, uh, if I get
1: them, so, like, talks are over with, but, like, not saying that they're not constantly, like, maybe back and forth a little bit, but, like, Apparently, they're like, nope, we're done. We're out of the boardroom. I think his official done.
0: statement was, like, we're grateful for the time we had. Exactly. <laughs> this is what you say to <laughs> Grandma before you? Know. <laughs> before you take her off life support? <laughs> before she goes to the farm. Oh, this is sad. Anyway, are we started? Uh, yeah, we already kind of started. Yeah. What's up, everybody? It's a smooth start. We're at uh, Brick and Flour, which we thought was a pizza joint, but look at us eating tacos. Yeah, exactly. On French fries. These nice nice. French fries, the carne asada. Wow, uh, yeah. so good. Dang, you already finished that. It's crazy. I didn't even realize those. Where's my sauce? Like didn't you give me any sauce. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we did a different thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only difference was the fries. So, we were talking about Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and uh, my theory is a little bit more solidified now. Yeah. I think it's a little bit more of a marketing move because uh, Vince and I went to see Angels Fallen this week. Now, I'm not saying not to go see it. Just don't pay for it. <laughs> it was fun, but I, I would have been upset if we, we didn't have a mm-hmm. So, afterwards, we are like, what else can we see? And we're like, oh, they brought Spider-Man back to the theaters. Mm-hmm. With, like, four additional minutes. I'm like, this is too close to be coincidental. Wow. It's all, you know, it's like, when things happen in, like, multiples, you know? It's like, there's some calculated moves from somebody. Do something. So, who knows? I will say, it's a cool theory, the four extra minutes were of worth, pretty worth it if you're a fan. Yeah, like it, it actually great. added new story points. I was gonna say it helped out the story. Yeah, yeah did you see it? Yeah, I saw. Oh, like I was cool. like, I took Angie because
1: she hadn't seen Spider-Man yet, and it yeah. was like in no theaters. And then I read online, oh, next week it's gonna
0: come out in an extended version. Mm-hmm. And I was
1: like, oh sweet, I'll just take her then. And
0: so we won't negotiate. And the good thing is, since it's four extra minutes, it's not like an extra hour. Mm-hmm. They didn't Lord of the Rings it, but like... And they didn't end game it. We're like, <laughs> we're going to show you a crappy oh, yeah. deleted scene. At the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Or and uh, And a scene that's going to be in the next movie you're going to see in three days. <laughs> um, it's funny because we've seen that opening scene now more times than we've seen the movie. Yeah. Because it was like verbatim in all the previews and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, but... The, um, the three or so minutes at the beginning it was really cool, seeing like all the things that uh, Spider-Man had to like wrap up before going to Europe. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you got to see like a little snippet of like what the other henchmen were doing. You know, they're like, oh, they're gonna be in, like, social media. Mm-hmm down and stuff which actually kind of fills in some of the gaps of like how's everybody finding out about all this you know mm-hmm. so i mean you, there's a lot of people around but generally people are probably so terrified they're probably not catching as much stuff yeah but there's a bunch of people who know like what's going on they'll probably catch like more stable footage mm-hmm. of things and also like be able to frame it better like we would learn later spoilers <laughs> that he wanted to happen you know yeah. and you still fall in love with jake jill every time yeah Jeez. The eyebrows. I don't know. <laughs> Those are gorgeous eyebrows. It's just, it's just eyebrows. It's great. And... I'm trying to skim
1: through this to see if what their actual point was here. They don't have a point. They just want you to click. <laughs> Man, mission
0: accomplished. There was a. I forget what I clicked on and stuff. There's the article I clicked on, and it got me. <laughs> I don't even know if it's comic related, but then I read through the entire article and like they didn't answer the question at all. Like, you know, sometimes it's like there's a clickbait thing where they like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's the thing when you click, I don't know. This time it was like, it was just about something else, and was like, okay. Yeah. You know what, I, I know you guys don't
1: watch any of the uh, CW stuff, mm-hmm. and to be honest, like I kind of, I just finished last year's Flash, and it was kind of underwhelming in general. Um, as of most of those kind of shows are I if I not just downright first season, though, the first season was great the second, second wasn't was not bad either but the, after that it's kind of slowed down I don't think it was horrible yet but it just seems to make its own tropes to where they just oh no Barry I can't find the guy that, you know, the, the bad guy Barry ran away are the best
0: yeah yeah the because he was like uh, shakes when Yeah. Oh, it was the, the Honest like, Trailers. Oh, was it? The Flash or like Bobblehead Barry? <laughs> like no. Like this woman whose sole purpose is to remind you that her fiance is dead. Yeah. Or anybody, because
1: she's dead like she's like the person I'm, like hey let's let's hook uh, Caitlin up with someone else this time you know like she uh, just these other people died already like.
0: She's like. My yeah, dad died. My lover like, died. Story. Yeah. Because if you keep rebounding, you don't have time to grieve, right? Yeah. So it just hits all at once at the end of your life. <laughs> You just have a massive heart
1: attack. It's funny that they wrote her the way they did because, like, she's uh, Killer Frost, which is, like, she's a bad guy. Yeah. Mm. And, like, they keep just kind of bringing her back as a good guy. Just weird to me. So she's a villain in a different country? Yeah, but, like, they make her out like she's a good guy forever. So so a parallel universe. Well, you know, obviously with DC there's a million uh, universes or whatever. Multiverses. Multiverses, which is, I was actually going to bring up, is... uh, they keep talking about these crises on infinite earths and one of the good thing about the cw stuff is that it actually like does cross between all of those darn shows um... it also could be a bad thing if you hate those shows <laughs> but uh... or if you only like one of them but they're um, bringing back characters from like smallville yeah so right? i was gonna say like they're gonna have uh... rosenbaum michael rosenbaum who was lex luther uh, i don't know if he's gonna be lex luther or what's gonna happen in that but uh, just, yeah i mean there's actually been a billion other people too that's like, gonna show up in fact brad and ralph who plays, uh, gosh, Somebody DC's version of, like, Ant-Man. I can't even remember his name anymore. But uh, he's going to come back as Superman
0: from his movie that he did. Even though he's in the show as the Atom. There you go. Good to see they're keeping that continuity going. (laughs) Is it going to be the same actor for the Atom as well? Yeah,
1: it's gonna be the same guy. Yeah, so Brandon right. Ralph's gonna play not only the Adam, but Superman as his old version of Superman. That's. Uh, I've heard Tom was gonna to be back as Superman. I don't
0: know. Who was he? He was Tom Superman Smallville. Smallville. B- small- B- small- gotcha. Yeah. I didn't watch Smallville. <laughs> you didn't watch Smallville?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably watched Smallville together.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> probably
1: watched Smallville together. <laughs> that was like back in you know Greenville days. Yeah. Like but- in college days. Yeah. So we.
0: And Cleo, Chloe, Chloe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All we know about Smallville is um, the Lana Lane, or Lana Lois Lane. It ended up being uh, Chun Li later in the movie that we won't speak. Of. <coughs> that was Lana Lang, but oh, yeah. Lana? Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha And then um, so I combined both. Um, the girl that played Chloe is like in
1: prison now because of like sex <laughs> cult. Sex cult. She was in. Which is funny because like she of all the characters on the show, she was the most wholesome.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Newspaper girl. Yeah. So, is this crossover event going to be like, the, the what's that horrible time travel show?
1: <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Is that, is that the it's going to cross over with that and Black Lightning and Supergirl and The Flash. Uh, and the new upcoming Batwoman show that they're coming out with. I haven't seen any of that Black Lightning. I haven't seen any of it either. I don't know. I haven't. I just don't, I don't have time. I mean, I'm trying to catch up on everything else. I finally just finished this uh, this year's S.H.I.E.L.D. We nice. still have so, a lot of it. So, yeah. we're, we're waiting
0: for it to come onto
1: uh, Netflix uh, to catch up. I actually bought, I think, because you know Hulu only shows like the last what five episodes Just or whatever. Waiting out. Even though I pay for Hulu, there's like tiers of Hulu, which kind of pisses me off. I hate Hulu so much, but I get it because I have Spotify. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I bought like the the two episodes before that on Google Play so I could watch it. Mm-hmm. So we watched it and we caught up with it finally. <laughs> I think it's last night. <clears throat> it was... All right, uh, up until like the end, and then you're like, Oh uh, okay, that's weird.
0: Not sure, why not? Hmm. But we're we're halfway through the current season of Poke and Dagger. Hmm. So far, so good. Um, not the best season, of, I don't yeah. think, but not not the worst. I and mean, isn't this only second season? It's only a second season, so <laughs> first season was better. I don't know, but. It's still interesting exploring like this world because like there was enough time to pass between the two seasons that um, you forgot that they were to like save the world. Yeah. And so they rec- they like reference it every once in a while, but I don't feel like oh come on like yeah. they're doing it again. It's just been a long enough time that I'm like okay I'm ready for another
1: adventure. I feel like I it's a bit underwhelming like that first season. If the the second's worse, then I feel
0: like <laughs> it's not worse. It's just. I don't know. I actually really like the first season for that kind of show. Like, it's it's like what it's like the level that the CW DC show should. It's like better than interact. the CW for. That's what I mean. Though, like drama, it should. It should like the DC stuff should be like what Cloak and Dagger is doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Cloak and Dagger and Runaways are doing a crossover. Oh, are they? At some point, I don't know. They've they've been sharing like press photos of it. Oh, so I'm like excited about seeing that because Runaways. now we're going to see. I was excited. Runaways is like my. Favorite of those like theme yeah. Rama uh, marbles, I guess only really two. It was really good.
1: I feel like they don't give a crap about those shows. They're, <laughs> gonna, they're gonna be like, and they're done. Kill them
0: off. <laughs> Disney Plus. Everything else. Kind of had that like umbrella show, the Academy like, yeah. the umbrella mm. Academy feel. Um, but you know, song so about the DC like crossover stuff. I don't know why they keep trying the crossover stuff. Like it feels like it's like a massive fail every time. Like Justice League mm-hmm. Legends Tomorrow. Like it's not a fail. They do really well with it. That's why they keep doing it. Do they? Yeah. I thought Justice League was one of the biggest flops in like DC history. I was talking about the the CW crossover stuff. Oh, oh. no, I mean like the big uh, other oh, events Well, like just the big event like Crisis yeah. on Infinite earth Sounds like it's supposed to be like all the shows culminating you know, or something. Yeah, they are. Like it sounds like you know, like it sounds like that kid you know in school. We're like, I could do it, I could do it, and then when you like ask. Like, okay, show me. Like, I don't feel like it right now. He's like, uh, okay. I mean, the names sound exciting and everything, but I don't know. We'll see. Last year's, because I
1: watched the crossover from last year, and it was pretty good. It's just weird. They were kind of playing off the kind of the Nazi thing, like a little bit too heavy-handed. I didn't see that part. Yeah. Well, they were all like all the bad people from other, all the bad versions of them from other worlds were like, this Nazi. Uh Oh, I said it. (laughs) Coming after me.
0: Okay. The giant crossover from last year. It was all right. Okay. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Oh, wait, so is this only like one episode? No, uh, it's oh, like a fact, show.
1: It goes from like like kind of like if you if you read comics and there's like a giant like. <clears throat> Crossover for their year. It it may start in one comic and go to the next comic and go to the next comic, and it's you know attaching all those people. The whole crossover is part of it, so it's basically like a big mini-series, but every time it'll turn into the next show is the next part. So, Black Mm -hmm. Lightning might be like the first one, and Super at the second one, Flash the the third one, Arrow or blah blah blah. Okay,
0: so it's not like a new show. No, no, it's happening across. Maybe it's not like an on. In my head, it was like they're gonna try to do Justice League on TV, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like yeah, kind of like that. Well, they, you know, you'll see mm-hmm. one of them, in the in the others. I don't. Know they have they don't Superman have it. on it. Yeah, it's just funny. I, know, I just can't invest. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of time into it. Too. Like, try to catch. And it's it. a lot of time if you want to watch all of them. I don't. <laughs> it's it's a lot of time, and then like I don't know. I mean, I, you know, full disclosure, everybody knows I'm an MCU fanboy, but like they have a way of making like getting you to like really care about these people and I think people end up caring about the Flash maybe Arrow or something mm-hmm. some of the other characters I don't know if everybody like I think people it sounds Super like people get like attached to certain characters but not all of them and feel I feel like, like a AMS- got that. In the MCU yeah. it feels like a lot of people got attached to like that all the core team yeah like regardless of who you were like you know Cat might be your favorite but you still care about Iron Man and Black Widow and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know like and I, it doesn't feel like DC has done that with characters but I don't know I'm not in that world um, I still, I've still i had Josh's login for DC Universe I haven't still watched Swamp Thing yet so this we'll is really good yeah I gotta see that too I mean I'm still waiting the one thing I'm holding out on is that all the properties are uh, under the same banner as uh, Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for them to cross some of that crap over cause like James Wan who did like Aquaman and stuff is also doing the Mortal Kombat movie like producing it so I'm like why not Aquaman? Just one. That's the, the, not gonna end. The thing though about the Aquaman movie is like they weren't worried about their own continuity. So, and and it just was like fun, whatever. It was the equivalent of like you playing an SNES game. You know, you're like, I was watching uh, Jon Tron today, and he was playing the home improvement video game. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, there's like dinosaur levels and like space <laughs> levels and stuff. And the explanation is the different sound stages in the movie in the studio lot mm-hmm. uh, as cool. things. But it really had anything to do with it. It's like they had other games they started making, and then they threw away, and they just picked them up. But it's, it's what it is, you know, if you're a kid and stuff. So that's what I feel like the Aquaman like movie was. It was like, its internal logic didn't work. Um, like, he would say, like, I've never been here before. This is like the good old times. I'm like, I don't know which part. Like, there's like 10 minute difference between the two statements. <clears throat> but it was a fun ride. Yeah. Especially if you're on, like, mind-altering while watching it. My kids have seen it. My wife's seen it, and they loved it. Yeah. I still haven't seen it. (laughs) Oh man? Yeah. So, like, I joke about it more than I appreciate it. The good thing about it is it feels huge. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, they did a good job making the ocean feel huge. Like, most of the animation is really good, but sometimes it gets so bad, like... I mean we talked about this before but like there's a scene where Willem Dafoe's character is like facing the camera. Mm. He says something and then the camera like shifts to another angle and he's you see his back walking away. It is clearly an unfinished CG novel. And there's like okay. <laughs> just you know? let that in. <clears throat> and then there's another point where like they're coming they're oh, so they're coming into uh, Atlantis for the first time. And uh I think just, I forget, yeah forget uh mira is that her name yeah, yeah looks over and it's like it's your first time seeing it isn't it and it's a beautiful moment to say that oh it's ba- basically like white wakanda <laughs> you know
1: it's <laughs> right isn't it
0: what's that isn't it Samoan? Samoan. oh yeah but i mean it's like light-skinned condo maybe i mean there aren't many colorful folk down there It's not it's not that it matters anyway it's just like that's the parallel it's like the first time you see wakanda is a very similar experience like they do the same like shot you know um, but like the, the theme is a little bit different but like but then like moments later <laughs> moments later they're like at some ruins you know and then and then they're like this is where you defeated Steppenwolf like, so has he been here or not like I don't yeah, and <laughs> Justice League goes down there to... Defeat Steppenwolf. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was like, okay, so when they said this first time I saying I'm like, okay, so they're just like, screw that other movies. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, this is where you defeat Steppenwolf. It's like, what is the... what? Like, stop it. <laughs> so anyway, I'm just saying, like, they've already set up my expectations. So if Shang Tsung and Liu Kang are going out and then Aquaman pops up out of the sewer and it's like, here I am, I'm just going to be like, that works. Yeah. That's the logic of this universe. Exist. We are in LA where a city with loud cars where you compensate for your dick. Um, anyway, so there's that. But it's funny you mentioned like the infinite thing's kind of a multiverse thing. I was so telling Vince in my head that's one of the possibilities of how they could kind of fix like the Spider-Man thing. Because of the way they left, like you said, the Spider-Man cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. They just need to I know, like, somebody commented on one of our videos about how, like, really Tony Stark and maybe a little bit of Captain America were the only people that he really was associated with, Mm -hmm. but it's just weird because he was visible, he had the Infinity Gauntlet in his arms, Mm -hmm. met Captain Marvel, it'd just be weird for no one to ever reference him again so just gone in my head one of the ways that they could rework this is with the multiverse of madness thing with Dr. Strange they're just like you know what no more continuity because we're in the multiverse now you know or they somehow like weave through like pick and choose where they want the continuities to work and like you said that they're not going to try to do like this 22 movie arc again which is sad because I, I really feel like
1: that's part of the reason they did so well yeah it's because continuity I mean that's why we like the the x-men animated series mm-hmm. out, and no other
0: cartoon had done that before but, but i'm trusting I'm trusting feige's decision making because it worked for 10 years yeah and then i know did you hear about the briefing of what wanda vision is going to be about mm-hmm. so they said it's yeah. going to be a 50s sitcom i heard that it was gonna be 50s but it's weird. they showed an image from it and it was like a dick van dyke lucy show mm. like like i love lucy and it like Paul Bettany had said, like it starts off as a straight up sitcom, and then goes into more uh, recognizable territory. And they said it would tie into Doctor Strange, second movie. Hmm. So it's like, what if Wanda just fights off everything? everything? Like she's she just like just breaks she the universe, or accesses the universe, you know, yeah, several times, yeah. right? Yeah. So what if, like, you know, she goes crazy, so she, like, creates the reality where Vision's still alive, that's the series, but then it also breaks other things, mm-hmm. and Doctor Strange has to either, like, fix it, or rescue her, or something, and then I heard a rumor that she was gonna be the villain in Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. or so, like, uh, a version of her would be, or something, yeah. I mean, she was a villain before, so it's not out of the question, yeah. she also has, like, nothing, like, you know, like, because her brother's dead, her lover's dead, the other people, before Infinity War, she was fighting with over half of them. Yeah. So it's like... This roadie's still there. Yeah. And Haw- Hawkeye. You know what's funny, though? I saw, like, a diagram someone made, and they paralleled it to, like, actual, like, specifically American history of, like let's see how everybody turned out and they showed everybody who like signed the Accords and everybody who didn't and like mm-hmm. how everybody turned out and yeah. like everyone who signed the Accords is dead or had a horrible loss <laughs> um with the exception of like, think Spider-Man who then was like you might just we might just be ignoring you know and then virtually everybody or maybe everybody who didn't like Captain America's team? Mm-hmm. All like fine. They signed for a while. I mean, they never
1: actually said it. Like maybe Spidey didn't sign the Accords. Maybe he just grabbed him real quick, thinking like Tony. Like he's oh, I'm Tony's, in charge of everything. He's on him. Tony's
0: side. Yeah. I guess that was the so thing. Eventually, like, he could have signed that him, like, side of the the, accord, the Civil War thing, though. Yeah. Was like yeah, like when mm-hmm. when you trust the government to govern over diversity's mm-hmm. rights, that's happens. <laughs> you know it's like. I, and someone pointed out they were like, was that like a like a specific thing that they tried to do not necessarily like diversity or anything but like you know like well you were on the wrong side of history so this is yeah. what happened to everybody or it was a complete coincidence and that's just the way stories work out yeah i know this is always funny though because they, they showed the two sides i'm like you know you're right and they just like x x x i'm like oh god yeah like yeah. so it was really funny but is either. So that might be it. They just play in the multiverse, and they're like, in that way, we don't really have to talk about Spider-Man. Maybe we'll have Night Monkey. They could, have, um, they could technically use him in a television show. Okay, Okay, yeah.
1: Because
0: uh, they only have movie rights. Oh, Disney Plus, <laughs> baby. <laughs> it's going to be like the movie split into 12 equal parts. That'd be hilarious. And every episode just starts with like, Spider-Man giving middle finger to the Sony logo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope, you know, that they... they do something like that i mean
1: it's just going to be weird yeah just not reference them again but i feel like the current uh lineup that's going to be within the next two years like you said they're going away from like a big giant arc i feel like they're all going to be very spread out very different
0: from each other Mm -hmm. very not you know well i I heard that like one of the ideas was that there would be like smaller arcs like three or four like comic runs and stuff Mm -hmm. i don't know we'll see It'd be weird to see different treatments for different shows. They kind of already do that. Yeah like Guardians of the Galaxy was like you know like the kind of Han Solo Chewy, like adventures and stuff. Doctor Strange is kind of like crazy mind melting. The other thing um, <coughs> about WandaVision and like Wanda's like part and all of this is there was a theory that like something she does introduces the mutants or the Eternals introduce the mutants or oh, yeah, Wanda that... Does something to introduce the Eternal, the Eternal's do something to like mess around with Wanda or something. You know, like mm-hmm. Wanda's like the linchpin because she's like that access point where like she was a mutant but they turned her to a non mutant in the MCU. But she's still connected to like the Infinity Zones. So, like, and technically, and they can possible. come back. I mean, mm-hmm. like,
1: if you, if you go by comic logic at all, you don't really ever destroy them. Mm-hmm. So, technically, they could come back. That's why there's actually a comic afterwards called Infinity Watch. So, like, where they kind of like watch over the stones and whatnot? Interesting.
0: Yeah, because they can't be destroyed because it would alter the realities. Well, they didn't destroy them, I think. They they just come back. And then. So, they reduced them to atoms. Yeah, like uh, when Captain America, I guess it's because they jumped back in time in order to get the stones again. Mm. So, that's probably how. Hulk was ever able to bring the time stone back to Sorcerer Supreme so that well Captain America brought it back right that's what I said yeah okay oh you said Hulk so oh well, Captain America yeah, yeah yeah okay I
1: love all the stuff leaking out after this whole Spider-Man Sony thing like you know Feige actually secretly worked
0: on Venom I saw the headline but I didn't read it mm, um that's cool like in what capacity
1: um Feige and Sony Pictures Chief uh, Tom Rothman spoke about the possibility of a wider involvement in the Sony-controlled Spider-Man verse, which contains 900 characters. I'm told that Finney lent an unofficial hand with a blockbuster Venom. So... he helped help me
0: with it? Yeah. Ah. So, sure. I guess he was part of those things beforehand, right? Yeah. Um, and I still... Of the non-MCU Marvel movies, Venom is weird. I don't think it's a good movie, but I had fun and I did buy it afterwards but I've never dedicated watching it it's just always on when I'm doing other things and I don't want it to be quiet <laughs> and I look over and action's happening on the screen and it's fun and Tom Hardy is hilarious and I, I like Michelle's um uh, why can't I remember the last name I don't know Williams Michelle Williams she's great Tom Hardy all the movies that he does he, he like knows the secret of how to gain and then lose and then Basically, form his body in any shape. It's so weird. Uh, uh, they were talking about the Venom movie too. He had to lose like thirty pounds or something like that.
1: I want to lose thirty pounds. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do it eating cardiac soda fries.
0: Trying to remember the movie, of what it was. I think it was like a boxing movie or a, a mixed martial arts movie. It was a movie. Yeah. He played a old time boxer, like that was bald with a handlebar mustache. Oh stuff. weird. I remember because. I liked that. <laughs> Warning, if you decide to look up Tom Hardy's, um, like, catalog of movies, because I wasn't familiar with what he'd done before Venom, even though I'd heard his name, the internet is not afraid to show you how unafraid of being naked Tom Hardy is. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that's just, some. Du-. at first I didn't recognize him, I was like, they're just showing, like, naked dudes, I'm like, oh, that's him. He's, like, bald. And I guess there's a scene in there where he's, like, buck naked in, like, a jail cell or something. Mm I was like, that ended my search for the day. (laughs) So. I mean, we can get into the D23 stuff if you want a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much.
1: I mean, uh, one of the things that I was happy for, even though though I'm not really interested in Star Wars much anymore, (laughs) I'm pretty interested in the Kenobi TV series. Yeah, Ewan McGregor's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And that's funny because I saw a meme about the situation because he was at D23 when they announced it and he was he came out and someone was like, he missed his chance. The very first things he should have said was, why, hello there. Oh, uh-huh. Harold <laughs> uh, uh,
0: yeah. Kenobi. That's funny. But, See, I think that's the right take. No, I was actually, I know I mentioned on this podcast before, but also like to some other friends about Star Wars, like I think hardcore, hardcore Star Wars fans, like it's just not gonna be your era anymore, you know? Like I'm not like a diehard Star Wars fan and no. I thought last shot that was fun. But that might be different if I was like a hardcore fan. No. I, there might have been things I was disappointed in, but I thought all the things that people criticize were like, oh that was fun, she like jet across in a frozen thing. Like I mean that's where my head was. You know, like <laughs> I but, don't know, uh, like I can totally I could feel with them because
1: mm-hmm. like how would you feel if like something that like you read all these books and they already created like a really thick universe of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then someone just came in and goes, none of that, and I like, just went straight forward. I mean, you'd probably be pretty upset about that you've been following it for how long has this yeah. been going on? Well,
0: that's why I was saying, like, I think like the era for the hardcore fans is just kind of like non-existent now. Um, so I get it. I don't know though. Like, it, I, I we need to like look into the mirror universe where like I'm the hardcore Star Wars fan mm. because it happens both ways. Yeah. Like when Fox did the x-men i was like you know what i washed my hands of the x-men it was mm-hmm. my favorite thing growing up can't deal with this anymore i stopped watching the x-men movies yes. but then like there's things in like the avengers and stuff or the mcu stuff mm-hmm. that like i was completely fine with um i it's probably because you knew me,
1: more about the
0: x-men than you did the Avengers. well well for one example like mysterio um to be honest i didn't know a whole lot like as a kid but being friends with scott like filled me in very thoroughly behind everything so i had this like expectation and when they switched the story from him being a vfx artist to a stark employee um both myself who was like a recent fan and knowledge of it to like scott who's been ever since he was like younger a huge fan it was like a very well like a refreshing kind of like change the story that fit within the universe so i think it happens both ways i don't know what's where the star wars falls in in that you know, the hard way it fit for me if I was that fan so I, I just I don't know like I could see it going either way but I, I understand
1: well I feel like, like in the Star Wars one though like there's nothing it's it's from nothing it's not talk. it's not bringing in any of the characters that were ever created mm-hmm. not all these people are brand new brand new script brand new everything as opposed to oh we have Mysterio <laughs> like we're fitting Mysterio into the universe mm-hmm. so like I said it's kind of if you know Someone just completely said, uh oh, we're just gonna not have any of the original stuff. We're just gonna take the name of this and move forward. this mm-hmm. it's a little bit simpler. But mm-hmm. I understand, I mean like things can be better because of it and things can be worse.
0: But mm-hmm. it, and I keep saying this, especially being in LA for a few years now, like I've know now it comes down to the writers. Like if, if the writers are good, they'll figure out ways to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, hence the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you would ask me 20 years ago could it exist without mutants i'd have been like no this is gonna be screwed up they they made it work yeah. like the two guys that have been like behind like all the screenplays some and if i they somehow made me care more about a guy with a bow and arrow more than you know like whatever the hell was going on with the x-men and the 30 different variations happening in fox mm. and stuff and like but you know, it was that you know like if the writing was i mean there have been problems with MCU, you know no, no doubt like but like the core of is the right you know it's kind of like we said about the original x-men animated series all kinds of flaws throughout the entire show like to the point where jubilees in the news in the room watching her own like being kidnapped story in the news and stuff but we got the story was so like engaging yeah the writing was so good and eric lee wall and all that team like did such a good job that we were I was just like invested and I still, well, they like, also control.
1: took comics of the time mm-hmm. and you know they basically brought you into what was going on that day because if you went and you saw I think they even had like a it was not a fully onslaught onslaught situation but it was very similar to like what happened in the comics onslaught so i mean there's there's lots of stuff going on you know they had asteroid m they had all these different
0: things that were going on that was going on in the universe at that time my favorite fandom is mortal kombat and they're doing that movie in 2021 and we'll see because they're gonna have to take diversions. I um, will actually—they don't have to. I just know they will because for some reason no one's just gonna take the existing story that's been there for 27 years and just making a movie. But we'll see. They're gonna take some liberties, and they took liberties with the first one. I didn't love. They'll do it with this one, and I'll see how I feel about that. That might be the closest like thing for me because it's like they have had like almost three decades. Well, that time it'll be three decades of history, and then we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing the cast, and I'm looking at it. And I'm just going by like trust. I'm like sure, 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 sure. Okay, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Because so far there hasn't been a yeah. That's it. You yeah. Know? And casting. Yeah. Just it's a yeah. lot of
1: like smaller known people though, right?
0: Yeah. Which is which probably is probably good. good. Um, I like that more than someone was like, we want Kenshi to be uh, Keanu Reeves. I'm like <laughs> probably not gonna get over this movie unless he's like the one big star power maybe thing. But so far I think that's a fake thing because. No one's that. But it hasn't been confirmed that Kenshi's actually in the movies. Yeah. So, I think there's like a hundred some odd characters in the universe, so like, they're not gonna include everybody. Yeah. But and if they did, it'd probably be a bad
1: movie. It'd
0: be a Fox X Men movie. It'd be a Fox The Last Stand movie where
1: they're like, <laughs> wow, all these people. characters can we add? No, well, oh, I bet you like this one person. There they go. <laughs> like, what the?
0: <laughs> but see, that's the thing is, in the MK11, <laughs> MK11 story mode, they had like 20 some odd characters, like almost 30 characters. And they interweaved it in like a one story mode of a game and it weaved beautifully mm. so get the game story mode right just do, that. do the movie and it was it was awesome because what happened was like every time the scene changed like you followed another like group that was story. off doing something oh, yeah. and then gradually they would spill into each other so like people in, like the like the outer realms and stuff would cross paths with the nether realm people and stuff and then like but you'd see all their own main missions and then the last chapter was like all the missions together. like converging and it was very natural like and it was natural because everybody was going to do the same thing anyway so as they were finishing their missions they were like all ending up in the same place and it was like that's the that's how you deal with 28 characters trying to deal, deal with all their stories you know serious <laughs> and doing justice because they're all playable characters so clearly, like, most people care about them, you know, so you can't be like, oh, there's the ball. Very good. You, go. you know, like <laughs> Bye, guys! Yeah. These stories can be done. Um, writers. We need good writers, you know, for all the stuff. I'm serious. Um, test the shit, too. Testing the stuff. Yes and no. Testing the stuff, because we've been part of test groups... And then when the final movie comes out, you're like, this story doesn't make sense anymore. No. They were just like cutting. But they're like cutting to like, appease like survey filler people or whatever, which have been us before. But sometimes you'll learn that a scene doesn't work. You know, or like nobody cares about that character yeah. or something, so. That's, That's so weird
1: that they have to like, they actually do testing for that. Wouldn't you be able to see that?
0: I guess, I guess the, the closest thing I could relate to that, cause I don't make films. But um, there's a thing that uh, Josh has been to, actually both of you guys have been to, the Taxi Road Rally. And they have this thing where they have like a room of like 3,000 people, like people who are attending, and then a panel of like industry experts like from record labels. And you drop, at the time, I don't know if they still do this, like a CD at a fishbowl, yeah. the information, then they randomly draw CDs, and they play it over the loudspeakers. And then everybody gives their feedback on it. The thing though is, at that place, when, if your song comes on, before anybody says anything the first 10 seconds you feel the energy in the room and you're like that didn't work (laughs) it worked in my bedroom you know (laughs) so I'm imagine maybe films it's something similar like you you have a string of jokes you're like that was really funny and then like just dead audience you're like maybe not you figure they wouldn't have to even ask questions at that point in time you can just read the face of the audience they videotape so there's that the questions sometimes very interesting i won't say which film this is because we signed an nda but there was like one film that um they asked like do you feel this character was too homophobic and i was like uh as a person yes in the movie i don't think it's detractive just unnecessary like it comes out of nowhere and i know they were like well this character's like from way in the past like in our history like everybody's known him in american history for a long time so like that's just how he is but it's like it also was completely unnecessary for this movie they're trying to like take an old care it's like you know how like they say like a poo is like very controversial now in the simpsons but there was 20 years where he was fine well fine to the mainstream it was a whole different perspective with uh, the east india folk but like the um <coughs> the thing with uh, italian pizza guy is still cool by the way yeah right <laughs>
1: Hi, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is okay, right? <laughs> exactly. But uh, the, that, that, I think that was what They were trying to like, gauge, you know, like, should we cut these parts out? Should we, I was like, you know, I don't know, like, uh, I mean, obviously I'm not part of that community, so like, I couldn't say. But like watching, I was just, like, it just felt like it was out of left field. Mm-hmm. So depending maybe what they got feedback from the actual, like, LGBTQ community, what they said might sway that. I wonder if they cut it out i don't know i haven't seen it yet it's come out but I, I think it's come out but i haven't seen it um it was also a movie that wasn't like completely dying to see you know outside of like yeah the test screening um they didn't listen to us about justice league all of our notes were don't release this <laughs> did you actually say that yeah because it was terrible there was like not salvageable moments besides wonder woman we're like you could re- you could release like wonder woman clips on youtube and it did a better investment I mean, it wasn't as awful as I thought it was gonna be. No, but the money they spent on it was like, yeah. wow. You know, and the reason so, we were saying, yeah, yeah, the reason we were saying like, don't release this is because typically the promotion budget is time is the the the, the same amount as making a movie. I'm like you're gonna spend how many millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars for promoting this movie? Like don't do that.
1: Like, I have no idea what Warner Brothers thinks. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, like they have this. My daughters watched uh, Superhero Girls, which is kind of like, if you think like Barbie and Sailor Moon, with as like, like mushed together, but it's like the DC girls mm. and like a high school movie. And then I watch it and it's like, okay, it's kind of funny or whatever. And they loved it. And then they had like a new version where like, they're all silly and they're all weird. And like my girls are just turned off.
0: Like
1: <laughs> they completely, like DC was like pushed it. Like, like if you drive by DC right now, it's all over that. That oh, the they printed. It, gotcha, where yeah. it's all goofy and curly yeah. looking. And says as
0: supposed okay. to like, you know, they tried to make it very his high schoolish, ish yeah. And the other one, but weird. so I that's 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 Those are the examples where I think some of the test screens could go wrong because they probably tested it with a very specific group of people, and they're like, they love this, you know, because there's that um, story around Hollywood about how they almost cut out the song Part of Your World from Little Mermaid. Yeah. Because when they test-screened it, um, the studio execs were watching the kids watch it, and this one girl dropped her popcorn and went to clean up the popcorn instead of watching the song, and they were like, "If the child is more interested in cleaning than watching the movie. Like, that's a bad scene. And so I forget, they did rework some things, mm-hmm. maybe add some comedy or whatever. But they were like, we yeah, can't, like, we're gonna cut this part out. And the people who did like the music and the story for it were like, they're musical people. And they're like, you can't. This is the I Want song. It's necessary part of musicals. Mm-hmm. So they fought for it. And like, can you imagine Little Mermaid with without
1: part of your world? Like, <laughs> it, that's where I feel like they get in their own way yeah. at that point in time. they like, just overthink everything. I feel like maybe. Like you always have the producers and'm not coming in and giving notes or doing whatever else I feel like you should generally leave like if you hire someone to write and direct a movie you should generally leave them alone and like here's your money yeah here's a couple notes and bye-bye because yeah. if not then you should start you know screwing with it I don't think it's gonna come any any goods gonna come from it yeah if you're trying to if you have to mess with it that much
0: do whatever the MCU did with their directors. Half those people only did like one or two movies before <laughs> and then somehow made like blockbuster. Didn't the Spider-Man
1: dudes just come out of like, oh, this guy was at Sun Vance. You know, he made a movie in his backyard. You know, <laughs> Taika Waititi Yeah. had just done indie films. Mm-hmm. And now he's like arguably one of the best things that happened in the MCU. I think Wait. the writer from Homecoming was the kid from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. A younger kid. Was he Taika signed on for another movie love and thunder That's yeah. Right, yeah is he directing it though i don't know it's, he's also supposed to be in another well he's, he's, another he's gonna be Morgan again right but he's supposed to be in another marvel movie i oh, can't yeah. remember as i remember as like another character uh-huh. like now he's just becoming like
0: voiceover guy <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's gonna be the andy circus he's so funny though <laughs> he is and, funny um Black Panther 2, whenever that comes out. Like, really looking forward to that. That was a whole other tone. It's a good example of how like different movies have different tones, but all fit together like in the universe, you know? Yeah, it's incredible.
1: That it's takes us back to, to
0: the top, where we saw Angel Has Fallen. Yeah. The description's actually just a whole movie. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's the president, and Gerard Butler's at a Secret Service. This is it a WB movie? And he's framed. I don't know. Looked I, like it. I learned yesterday <laughs> that it was part of a trilogy. Yeah, I guess Olympia two. has fallen and London has fallen, but they're not the same movies. It's just the is fallen is a genre of generic I action movies. that
1: that I didn't know like they're
0: supposed to be connected. They're not connected story wise. They're just connected in that Gerard Butler's a badass in each of them. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't he in all of them? He's supposed to be like the last action hero kind of thing. That's you know? So weird. So they're not connected. I haven't seen the other two, so I don't know. But this one, the tact- tactical scenes are really cool. Mm-hmm. But like Vince pointed out, like the story was like. Very lacking. Yeah. But I, I, I had fun for the most part. But like, there were there were a couple, more than a couple. But there was a couple specific scenes where there was clear green screen with explosions, and I think the VFX artist ran out of time <laughs> because it looked like YouTube level green screen. Oh wow. And I was like, because like, Dwight Butler's like got Morgan Freeman like on the shoulder, and like, and Morgan Freeman's hair isn't completely keyed out. I'm like, <laughs> and, and we were the Dolby theater. It's like. Uh, two-story screen like at a really like, high-res i can see like all thousand pixels of green halo around the head you know, like, and then there's no depth with the explosion the explosion's like right here and they're just like <laughs> that always annoys me even in tv shows
1: like explosion i'm this far away from it you would die yeah <laughs> just no no sense i was gonna say with the crisis thing again uh coming back to that um mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be, there's, oh, they're bringing all these people into it. In fact, they're even going to have uh, the guy that voiced Batman, uh, gosh, again my brand is farting. Conway. Kevin Conroy. Oh, gosh yeah. dang it. He's actually going to play Batman in this. Oh, very cool. Which is weird, because he doesn't look like Batman at all. He looks like uh, the guy from Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Danson. Oh, wow. Uh, and then they're also they're actually going to have Mark Hamill playing the Joker. Oh, like wow. Physically? That's physically. Awesome. Well, I don't know. Maybe they'll, do a, maybe they'll go into like a multiverse where they're all on cartoon. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But they have this giant list of just crazy people. Like, this person's playing this, and this person's playing that.
0: And they're like, what is going on? They're just having fun. This is an upgrade for my involvement in DC. I am now interested, clicked up, to watch a YouTube video about it after it's over. But <laughs> before, I wasn't even looking at anything. So now we're up to that level. let see how much more of them. I, got the interest. Like, I
1: wonder what they're gonna do because Arrow is supposed to be done with, mm-hmm. uh, after this year. So how many I seasons know, was that? I know, it might have been an eight. Yeah, eight, it had eight, been eight um, But I don't know if they're gonna continue. Just, it's like a like Marvel thing. Like I don't know if they're gonna continue with the same universe, the same idea. If they're gonna reboot it, you know.
0: Who knows? I'm excited for Eternals so. though. Um, I don't know anything about them. But I hear about the casting, like they added a dude from Game of Thrones yeah. who wasn't the last dude from Game of Thrones. Um, and they looked the apart at least right now. Like I saw because I think they were standing in front of like mock-ups. Yeah. Like concept art. Like Kumeel Angiani looks badass in his, his uh, concept art. I'm yeah. like, I'm here to see what this is gonna turn into. Oh, I don't know. I've never been interested in the Eternals, ever. I don't know anything about it, but, like, it just sounds cool, like, the more, like, Selma high like, it's going to be all, I mean, I've, I remember in college, like, loving Selma high movies, like, she's always great. Dust till dawn. I was way too young when I saw that
1: I don't know, man. We'll see. I think that's one, I don't know if I'll, if I'll actually watch. I just oh, never yeah. was interested, and I just was, like, I'm still not. I just
0: don't, I don't, I don't like it. Guess what we're happened. seeing tomorrow for Rod's birthday. Ooh.
1: Matrix, uh, reloaded? Matrix Reloaded. Oh, dude!
0: Not Reloaded. Or just the Matrix, the Matrix but uh, this isn't coming out till after, right? Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. we're purposely not telling anybody where we're going, so I can be off grid. <laughs> this is oh,
1: it's come Sorry. out. You're going out tomorrow, right? Yeah. Oh it's going to come out on Wednesday. Yeah. So. Cool.
0: So now you all know. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, <but laughs> I thought about that before I said it. But on the day of, I always go off grid, so we'll see if I'm still alive by then. But my gift to myself is not being on the internet. <laughs> it's the basic <laughs> consensus. <laughs> Unplug. Yeah, we're gonna see the Matrix, or we, you see this? We will have seen the Matrix in um, the the Dolby, yeah, the Dolby, in the big screens.
1: I have a list now, and I was Mm -hmm. like, ooh, I'm kind of interested in that. If I hadn't already showed uh, my daughters the Matrix, I might have been like, we're going to
0: see this now. So I never got to see it in theaters. Me neither. So I'm excited about this. Yeah, Yeah. I
1: Um, feel it wasn't promoted well when we mm -hmm. were,
0: because we were in high school when it came out. 90s. I remember the reason I didn't see it in theaters though. was because I was in like full on youth group mode and we were all guilted into like not seeing rated R movies and stuff. We and watched it after youth group,
1: what, as a youth group.
0: Yeah, so. You did? Yeah. So we, and then I had, my best friend at the time was older than me and he was keeping me accountable for not seeing rated R movies. And I think in general that was a good decision because there, there was a lot of rated R movies at the time that like I'm a better person for not seeing. But then that one came out and I forget, I think he started dating this girl or something and she like pressured him to go see it. And he came back and he's like, okay, you gotta watch this mm-hmm. one. And I don't think they saw it in theaters. I think it was like a DVD It was rated like, R? It was rated R at the time. It was, yeah. It's weird. I mean, there's a lot of there's violence. There's nothing in it. There's like a lot of, a lot of gun violence. violence. like a lot of guns. Yeah, nobody like gets like, blown was heart, though. I didn't it was PG-13. It's actually. gotta be PG-13,
1: man. There's like, there's hardly any cursing. There's no like brutal... Scenes, I'm looking up. The only reason I say because
0: I mean, like, of your story, because you're what you what you went yeah. to it's rated R. That's weird as shit, yeah. So, and that was the only reason, like, is it when you when we saw the movies that came out that week? It was like, can't see that one, can't see that one, can't see that. One, that was it, and obviously, we didn't know what it was at the time, and so like my friend finally saw it. Like, I think he was, yeah, he was dating this girl or something, or he was trying to do this girl or something. A woman pursued it, like, persuaded <laughs> him to see it, is the point of the story, and then he <laughs> which was, all, which like,
1: often happens,
0: yeah. And so then, like, we were hanging out later, he was like, right, I know we're not supposed to see rated R movies because of this one. So we sat in his room, put, popped the VHS in, and and I was like, dude. And I think at the time we were like, I think that makes sense, because we were like, this is an exclusion from the rated R, because there really wasn't the things that we normally didn't see rated R movies. It wasn't about. that bloody when the people get shot. So, That's so weird to me that it was rated
1: as It was R- rated R for violence and language. Uh-huh. Maybe I, get, I guess when you said I get my
0: effing phone call or something, I there could. might be more. Than well, there f f was f there problem. was a lot of language in it. Yeah. What is it? You, you get one f bomb mm-hmm. and then like, three shits. Um, um. And oh, and nudity. What was nudity? All the people they're getting taken out the matrix. We're also talking about the nineties. Yeah. Like, I do know there were a lot of titties. I remember that being a teenager. <laughs> Nineties like, like, movies? Oh, well, no! Oh, the Matrix. In, 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 in the Matrix? The Matrix. Yeah, because in in, in the, like the Towers of People, there's a bunch of naked bodies in them. You can't, I don't like, remember that at all. I can't I don't if, remember, if I that at remember all. seeing that. So, I do remember seeing that. I don't remember like seeing detail because yeah, yeah. they're all in those like fats of yeah. We, ectoplasm. Yeah, ectoplasm. So like, what, like, like when mean? like, but they were all naked. Like none of them were in clothes. they're like in. I don't think I saw it. I
1: have to rewatch. Yeah, now I'm gonna
0: look for that. Even. I, I believe that in the 90s it might have even been the idea of it and then you see a lot of crack you know so but uh that I, I think the gun violence alone would have yeah. given it a rated R <laughs> there was a shit ton of gun violence in it even if nobody, like, not very people got like bled from it yeah. that hallway scene alone probably would have gotten a rated R especially because that was the time of like Columbine and everything like, uh, that you was know? the first time we saw the bullet time as well I think. Yeah. that was the first time they ever did it, did it. and um, anyway, so he showed me the movie, and it was like, I, I got So we watched it, I was like, this is awesome. And then when I was, we were in college, that's when they did Reloaded and mm-hmm. Revolutions. Um, but now you don't like. I loved from both the action, but also like the philosophical standpoint, it continued the arcs that were introduced in the first movie. So yeah. it, I could tell it was done from the writers. The Wachowskis' mm-hmm. vision instead of like the studio execs thing, you know, like because there was, I'm not even that big in philosophy, but like, yeah, we actually like by the time I got to college, we were studying philosophy in the class and stuff, and I was seeing like, oh, these are the pillars of this, and then when we the day announced sequels, we fully expected like they're just gonna do more shoot 'em up all the time, but then the movies like they were like, nope, we're gonna follow these philosophical arcs of like, nope for them, <laughs> you know, for it's not the popular. Thing. <coughs> I
1: They're like actually the continuing
0: Earth. with the movie now. Did you hear that? The yeah, fourth one? Fourth on the fourth? fourth. The I like, I and I like, I don't like the Matrix too. Anything, Anything Matrix that came out around that time after the two. So I've watched a bunch of theory videos and they all say things that most of us could probably guess. Since it's the Matrix um, either it's just rebooted mm-hmm. again because that's what happened the other six times Yeah. or um, when uh, spoiler I guess if you haven't seen the movie in 20 years um, the Trinity um, got like maybe she just gets like her body's dead but like she still exists in the matrix she was outside the matrix when she died like i can understand Neo
1: because he was still plugged in when he died Mm -hmm. but well that's dead outside of it
0: we don't know how it works anymore like so that and then um but even like i think the thing was though that like everyone's code exists in the matrix even if like the but so i don't know like it (laughs) one of those, <laughs> or a tank, or a one of those guys yeah. could have broke their programs. You know, he wasn't even in the second or third movie. Yeah, tank. Guy. Whoever, whoever the uh, operator is oh, yeah. for the ship could have made duplicates of your ID or whatever. I don't know. I feel like what of the what? What have the Woodchowski's done lately? I mean, Sensei was killer. Yeah. Like, um not watch is, that second season. Yeah, yeah. and um, went the TV. Sensei, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know like I, well I, I trust I mean the Matrix is one of those things like if it's Atlanta I think that did, is doing this one because it's not both of them. I think it's just Atlanta um, I have faith because they they follow through on their philosophical you know yeah. trajectory for that so we'll the see Matrix. or it might just be complete like let's start over could Who be knows? but they're going to still
1: have Carrie Ann Moss and I don't know Yeah. I, I
0: don't really part. have a lot of faith in <laughs> that because I, I hated the second interview. third movie Absolutely, Absolutely so, hate once again X-Men. Maybe just not for you then Like I'm looking forward to Because like I love the way Everything like ended And I'm still learning stuff From it the more Like I watch the other two I've seen all the movies all the Multiple times The second I mean, one Was awful CGI
1: Absolutely <laughs> You I can't mean, get past it But man. it was revolutionary At the time uh, yeah, Revolutionary I mean Hey look at this crap We can do right now
0: Well it doesn't look good Well it's revolutionary You're Like okay <laughs> I mean since that's how I felt about all The X-Men movies though it's like I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I also, enjoyed the X Men movies, <laughs> or at least the first two. I don't know. But the yeah. the Matrix sequel to CGI and stuff, it made sense to me because it was in the Matrix too. Like and there's nothing to beat that final fight between Agent Smith and Neo. Like that was straight out of an anime. Pretty much. You know. Like the way it was filmed was just so crazy. And um, His fight with Agent Smith not in the park when he met with Oracle where he's like on a staff like sideways like kicking all the Smiths in the face around the circle. I think that's scene he, he's he, talking about. Yeah it's the second one. That's <laughs> the second one? It's, yeah. That's I it's love cool. that second one. It, uh, <laughs> it looks so awful. Awesome. Go back and watch it. It is I I've rewatched it. I just it in, was, my head, I re-watched like, it. in my head it's like in my head it's like this is the Matrix so like everything looks has like a bad Well everything has this like sheen on it, you know like um But I mean you're you'll have to not like it. Like I
1: I mean I, I, I like the like, fight with like, the twins. Yeah. Uh, yes, the ghosts. the, yeah, the ghosts. Yeah, they, and, were, uh, they were they were kind of cool. But the Merovingian yeah. I mean, the idea. I don't know. I felt like the whole thing had a different. I don't know. Had a different feeling when you watch it. And it's like it's almost like uh, I, I, I would consider it similar to they rewrote they wrote Wolverine's uh, origin story in the nineties, mm. and it is all <laughs> to me. It's like hey. Here's a silver platter. Here's what this is. To where, like, you were like thinking, well, I, everyone would argue. They'd be like, well, how, how, what do you think he happened? Who, you know, where's he been? You know, who was he, or you know, how did he get to be who he is, or, or whatever it was? Because he didn't know. He had no idea what his memory was. And then, like, there's a silver platter. Like, here's how it is. And, that, and I feel like then it changed the feeling of who Wolverine was, and just not for the good. That's. I feel like that second. Movie and then moving on to the third movie didn't have the same feeling as the first movie. I feel like it didn't. The first movie didn't have as much CGI, and like I feel was like the third one. The the Wolverine. Yeah, the
0: Wolverine. That I was well, actually pretty. I liked that movie too.
1: I liked it better than what's the,
0: the four, origin? I didn't like origins. See, to me they were all garbage, and yeah. I loved the last. You like Logan though. Logan was amazing to me. Oh, but it's a little late. A little too late. But, teen years. It was also like a completely different movie. It was. You know, like, you could have taken the claws away and it had been the same movie. They practically did. You know, like, you just give them, like, a knife. It's been the same movie. Like, pretty much. And a motorcycle. But, at the same time, I haven't seen it since it came out. It didn't move me so much. I'm like, this is like, I have to own this, really, you know? But I do agree it was a good movie. I like that they brought in more mutants into it as well. Yeah. I mean, I
1: like, I like the feeling of that movie. It had like a really good tone to it. And, uh, the story was like, a little man, but like the rest of it, it's all pretty good. It was about the children. Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs> getting them to Canada, like <laughs> in real life. Canada,
1: you'll all be safe from
0: this evil from organization. Donald Trump. <laughs> be interesting to see. It. <laughs> X-23's like timeline it. into the enough, movies as well I'm down for whatever brings that actress back in nah, she was great she was great um, I, I don't know how they
1: would that whole dynamic where she's like she's gonna take stuff from the convenience store and like gonna kill that dude and Wolverine's we'll like no yeah. <laughs> I mean, because dad, dad. <laughs> and then he still takes his stuff from the <laughs> store <laughs> <laughs> I Uh, we went through a crap ton of stuff guys. Yeah, there's all over the place, we're sorry. (laughs) Sorry.
0: (laughs) But not sorry. Verbal cow manure. Let's know in the comments. We were saying that we like, you know, when we did the Sonic thing, we liked it. So we were gonna try to like hang out and eat and just kinda shoot the shit. Um, Let's well, so know if you like it, or if you hate it, we should never do this again. Yeah. Oh yeah. To be honest, oh, I think we got more views on the cartoon versions of us. So back to the again. cartoons. Yeah. No. Fine with me, to be honest. There was. So, there's also... So thanks for watching. Yeah, for in it. next week for whatever the hell we're talking about then.